the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement, as always, here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. As we, we have the show, we talk about savings, we talk about investing, we talk about the market, and, and, and how to understand wealth, how to, how to build wealth. The world is very rapidly changing. We're going into a completely different world than we have had for the last two or three uh, century, to two or three decades, and uh, and that's going to fundamentally change change the markets. It's going to fundamentally change the uh, the investment world out there. It, and so we're going from a you know the last thirty or forty years we we've had globalization, and and now we're, we're seeing some of the problems that we're unable to correct. The problems with globalization, they did nothing to try to halt the problems, and now we have huge problems. We have a, a, a Chinese uh, government that's, that's moving in recklessly into hardline communism that's now building some of our most key manufacturing components in all that. And, uh, and so that, that has become a threat to the country. And if you sit and look at it, the trade deficits have been about $350 billion a year. Well, that's about 2% a year off of our GDP growth. And, uh, and, and that, that is going to slow us down. And, that, and, and that's the reason why over the last decade, one of the reasons we've had such slow growth, because China has taken the growth. And that has been a huge problem for us. So going forward... Uh, things are changing, and we're going to see more of that. So hold on just one second. If you have a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The, so so what, we're, what we're looking at, tell you what, why don't we go to a quick break here, and uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can call us up at 713 713- Three three nine ten seventy. That seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'll get your questions answered, and also make sure you go to the website maxoutsavings.com, maxoutsavings.com. We're, we're, we've got we're putting our new report here coming out here uh, Monday morning. So if you're not on the list, go to the website maxoutsavings.com.
If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments in your retirement. The uh, look, Looking out... Uh, as we've been talking about, the world is changing, and it's really going to start affecting your your investments. President Xi in China has taken the country back to engage he's, he, to to a hardline communist authoritarian country, and it was opening up. and 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 we took a risk over the last forty years, actually more than that, probably opening up China, uh, allowing China to import massive amounts of product into the United States. Companies were going into China, and actually, going into China, companies accepted restrictions that that was applied nowhere else in the world. They had to sell to, to get in there. They had to give up fifty one percent of the company, the Chinese, the the company that was going to do business in China to Chinese. They had to transfer key technology. They had to transfer source code everywhere they go. Twenty years ago. Uh, you know, one of my clients with a big chemical company said, "Yeah, Ted, we we started a put a put in a joint venture chemical plant, and within a year, five miles down the road, they there was another plant coming in producing the same stuff. They just took our technology, and 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 now we're seeing. We, uh, we talked on the show the other week about the the, the Chinese are, are putting in 
chips into into our into the motherboards of the which is the base of the of the computers in, uh, for serve computer servers that would communicate with another server elsewhere. And these were going into Amazon and Apple uh, Apple servers and and at Amazon and Apple and uh, their server farms. In in some cases, used by our intelligence agencies. And and they discovered it. And there was a st- fascinating story. It comes out of Bloomberg that this was going on. And uh, and the and so and so in the story, Apple had to remove seven thousand servers in from the deal. And so they question Apple. Apple says, "Hey, the story's not true." They question Amazon. The story's not true. Another story comes out from Bloomberg. So pretty clearly, this was most likely the government leaking this stuff. They've known about this. And, you know, the Apple in Amazon, maybe the, there was a maybe it was only 5000 servers or something. So they could say the story was untrue. But clearly this is coming out. I commented about this to someone else. And their remark was, Ted, we were told about this uh, 10 years ago in uh, uh, particularly on the software side. And, and they were having trouble dealing with this type of stuff. And, and we've allowed this to go on and on. And nobody stopped the Chinese. No one said a word to the Chinese until Donald Trump came along and finally stood up for the American people in the United States. I talked earlier, think about this, $350 billion is what our, uh, is what our uh, trade deficit is with China, $350 billion. So we have a $16 trillion economy. Now, I probably should have done this ahead of time, but I didn't. But here we are, divide that by $16 trillion, uh, let me see. That's about 2.2% a year in economic growth that China was getting over us. And you want to know why China was growing at 10% a year? Most likely because they were taking huge amounts of, of our economy away from us and transferring it over to China. And, and so now we're, we're in the process of seeing the, these factories are – look – all, there's something called a supply chain, and a supply chain is simply with a big corporation. When you pick up your product at Walmart or Target or whatever, it's you know you buy the uh, toaster oven or the uh, dress or whatever. It, it it came from somewhere, and it had to be produced somewhere. And some of the parts for the toaster oven had to be produced somewhere else. They came together. They produced a toaster oven. Then they had to ship the toaster oven to the United States. Well, that's called a supply chain. Now, maybe they made the toaster oven in China. Maybe some of the parts for the toaster, the heating element, and the cords came from Vietnam. And it all comes together in the supply chain. And it arrives in a nice box. And you pick it up at at Target and take it take it home and use it. Well, the problem is is if China is becoming a problem, they're going to have to move these supply chains. The easiest thing in the world was for some company to go to China, if they were making a product in the United States, Chinese company go, hey, we can make the same product over here. So the company shuts down the factory here, makes the product over there, and then the and the and then the different groups get together over there. They build the toaster oven over there, and it comes over here. And the problem is, is what if we have a war with China? What if the Chinese government collapses? What if? What if if the debt bubble blows up in China and in the country breaks up? All of a sudden, all those quote supply chain. If we're building all our Apple computers in in in, in China and Taiwan, and, and a war breaks out between the two, you can forget your Apple iPhones coming into the United States. And this is the problem we're running that, that people are seeing. They have created that the establishment in Washington D.C. 
figured, hey, we're going to bring China into the new world order. We'll, you know, it, you know, we're going to lose some business to them, but we'll get business and we'll grow and the world's economy will grow and everyone will become richer. But what no one thought was China wasn't going to play by fair rules. And they're realizing after 25, 30 years that it's been a one-way street with China. And so here's the problem. China's starting to slow down. China is is has been remarkably efficient in manufacturing, remarkably innovative. They get products out, they move them around really quickly. They're good at what they do. The China, you know, they, they make things. Well, that worked under kind of a quasi communist capital system, but is it going to work under a communist system that they're going to? And that's what nobody's really sure of. And so, did China grow because they allowed capitalism, or did China grow because the communist party shrewdly commanded the economy to move forward? That is the question. The fundamental question going forward is, are in the world, are we going to have a free market, cap, democratic capitalist system, or is the communist system better? The Chinese are saying the communist system is better. Everyone's going to have to pick a side before this is over. So China's slowing down. This is going to cause a slowdown in many areas. Now, the big danger here is China. China is massively over-indebted, and the to the tune of about, I've seen some numbers, 350% of GDP is their total debt levels, and more debt seems to come out every day. It's overbuilt. Here's the problem. It starts slowing down. The housing prices are falling in China now. There's, there's starting to be a lot of grumbling. There's been some riots and things like that. Well, it, it, the economy keeps getting worse and worse. If you're President Xi, what do you do? Hey, we're trying to fix it. The, the Americans did this us. Donald Trump and his tariffs have wrecked our economy. That's why you people are losing money in your houses, and that's why you're out of jobs over here. The United States is the enemy. He's going to blame Donald Trump, and he's going to blame the United States, and that's a very dangerous thing. That's ultimately where he's most likely going to go. And so this is going to continue to get worse with China, and, and, it, and it's going to affect the global economy is starting to slow. The good news here in the United States, and, and it's like, Ted, how does this affect, this is retirement year. How does it affect my retirement? Let me tell you is the global economy is starting to slow. Here in the United States, we're slowing some. I don't believe we're slowing as much as, as people think. Uh, looking through the markets, we have a bad market. The markets had a good-sized sell-off. Uh, the NASDAQ was down over 10%. The, at one time, the, the S&P and the Dow were down 7%. And we've looked through the numbers, and a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of selling of the cyclical stocks. And a lot of executives are running around right now saying the economy is slowing, the economy is slowing down. Uh, now, that's very unusual for CEOs to talk like that. Typically, uh, you know, the classic was Bear Stearns' business was fine two weeks before the, 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 the company literally collapsed. So CEOs never say business is bad. Now, I look – and there, there's something called the GDP number, uh, the Atlanta GDP now number, which which is an estimate of what the quarter's GDP number is going to be. It's currently at about 3.8%. That's the most 3.8, 3.9%. That's a pretty good number. This is one of the more accurate accurate indicators out there. So what's going on? All of a sudden, CEOs are running around saying the economy is slowing. Uh CEOs never say that, so the economy must be in a state of collapse. But the GDP, Atlanta GDP number is saying, no, what's going on? I'll tell you what we think is going on. We think there's a lot of left-wing CEOs out there 
that are getting props for saying the economy is slowing. We're right in the middle of election season. In three weeks, the election happens. And uh, the Democrats are desperate to get in power so they can impeach Donald Trump and roll back all the, the, the tax breaks, regulation, roll, put it back on. And, 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 and so there's a huge battle going on. And the media loves a CEO that will sit there and say business is slowing. So what we're seeing is an unusual number of CEOs saying business is slowing. We think it's politics. We think the the uh, the, the CEOs are pandering to the media and uh, to the Democrats. And because if we look at some of the other numbers, is the economy slowing? Some yeah, probably a little bit. It's pretty hot economy, three point seven percent. I mean, three point seven, three point eight percent unemployment. That's pretty darn good. Pretty close to full employment. I, I've seen some numbers that there's more. There's more jobs out there posted than there are people unemployed. Think about that. So, you know, how do you have a 3.7% economy? How do you have more jobs posted than there are people that are unemployed? And how do you have CEOs running around claiming the business is falling apart? It's politics is what it is. And and the Democrats are hoping their their last ace to throw down on the table from from their back pocket is going to be if they can push down the stock market before the election and hopefully it'll kind of crash or something and then they can all say see we knew Donald Trump was horrible you need to vote for the Democrats but now what we've talked about in this show and what has been somewhat controversial is we have been saying look the stock market is way overvalued uh, we the, the, the Federal Reserve is, is raising interest rates they're reducing quantitative easing that has caused an artificially induced stock market bubble over the last Ten years, you know, it's gotten particularly bad in the last year or two. Uh, some of the highest rates, if you look at the K, uh, the K, the uh, Schiller uh, PE, uh, silicone adjusted PE, uh, price to sales. You're looking at the only time we've seen these numbers has been ninety nine and nineteen twenty nine. So it's a very expensive market. At the same time, the dollar's going up. So. As the dollar goes up, if you're doing business overseas, it's hurting corporate profits. Forty four percent of give or take a percent depending on who you talk to, sales come from overseas and multinationals. The emerging markets is starting to slow down. China very clearly has severe problems. We have a China trade war. Everything is starting to work uh, against the market. Interest rates are going up. Uh, we're, we're seeing we're seeing three point close to three point two percent on the ten year uh, a breakout on long term interest rates. We told you short term rates are going to go up and we're getting a flat yield curve. We said, look, what we think is going to happen is the long rates going to start moving up and 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 and, and kind of remove some of the curve flattening, and that's what's happened. And, and so this is all we're seeing. So, the, but. Part of this is because we have such a good economy in the United States. We're seeing inflation come in. We're seeing job growth, which is inflationary. Uh, we're, we're seeing shortages of rail cars. We're seeing shortages of trucks. Uh, even the airlines are doing pretty good. And so this is all the, the makings of a good economy. But it's it's negative for the stock market. The stock market looks in the future. It sees everything's working against it, and so it's starting to hurt the market. We are making a transition from everything. If you look at 40, 50 years ago, the, the number of manufacturing jobs, uh, something called the industrial, uh, per, uh, the, uh, industrial production, uh, the uh, industrial utilization rate, uh, unemployment, workers hired. That's how you measured economy. What Ben Bernanke did in the Federal Reserve said, no, no, don't 
Don't look at the economy like that. Look at asset prices, in particular, look at stock prices. That's the measure of an economy. That is not the measure of an economy. It's a, me- it's a measure of a centrally planned economy by the Federal Reserve that has failed for the last 10 years. We're now making the move back to a real economy. So that shift from the financial economy of high stock prices, the real economy is not good for stock prices. And so that's why we're seeing this drop. That's why you have to be cautious in here in general and understand what's happening in the world. Now, here's some good news out there. Interest rates are going up. You say, well, Ted, that's not good news. Well, if you're a saver, if you're an investor like our clients, remember, save aggressively, invest conservatively. If you have a 401k plan, if you have an IRA rollover, you're not... Two years ago, you were getting zero on your money market funds. You were getting zero on your three-month treasury bills. You were getting close to zero on a lot of your bonds. They acted like they were doing you a favor. And quite frankly, if you were in Germany or Switzerland, you were getting zero in five-year treasury bonds over there in those countries. So people, you were having to pay people to take your money. And so then what they came up with was the cashless society and the idea to eliminate debt and the reason to eliminate cash. And the reason they did that was because if I could go put my, all my cash in, in, in a safe or the safety deposit box and, 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 and I would have the same amount in three years in Germany uh, versus if I, uh, if I put it in the bank in a CD or in a treasury note and got less money back, what are you going to do with the money? You're going to stick it in the safe deposit box. But that, that if, but understand, okay, we have 5,000 years of history, reasonably good. You go back 2,000 years, it's much better. The, the history is much better if you dig down really deep, understand it, than people understand what the knowledge we have from that time. 5,000 years back in history, the Bank of England did a study. What did they find? We had the lowest interest rates in two years, in the last two years ago, in the history of planet Earth of 5,000 years, unless there was some civilization that I didn't know about before that. If you listen to some people, they'll tell you, yes, I don't think so. But uh, so that was a unique time in history. And so actually the two, the the, the lowest interest rates in history, the, the zero interest rates at the Federal Reserve understand Stock market crashes happen materially more often than than the interest rates hitting zero like they did. Materially more often, and so what we're seeing is is that that was that was a fundamental outlier. That was a literal black swan of all the black swans that happened. The black swan, the biggest black swan out there, was the zero interest rates. That's changing. So now let's take a look at interest rates. You can get. On a two-year, on a two-year, a one-year CD, you can get two point six percent. So there's opportunities out there. On a one-year Treasury, we like Treasuries in here. Two point six percent is the latest numbers. They've really been going up. Uh, on a uh, even even uh, three-month Treasury bills, two point two percent. You can we we've looked in. Uh, we we own some of the uh, the the BIL and the uh, I think it's the GBIL, which are are basically Treasury short-term Treasury ETFs that are paying reasonably good. They're a little below this because the rates are going up so quick. They're lagging a little bit, but when they go down, they'll they'll go the other way. But so uh, so you're getting so 
we're entering a very dangerous time for the stock market, but there's opportunities because for the first time you can get over 2% or more on extremely safe investments. And so you want to increase your cash levels. Before, if you if you sat on the sidelines, you weren't getting paid anything to do it. Now you are. Okay, now is when the danger is particularly ramping up. Uh, we, we had a client called, not a client, actually, wasn't a client. It was just a caller called in last week in the show, and he said, Ted, I'm not getting any money on my CDs, uh, on my money market. It sounds like he just had a bunch of money in a checking account. Well, if you go to the bank and say, I'd like a one-year CD, you can get, at Wells Fargo, I just pulled the numbers off of TD. It's about 2 point, we use TD Ameritrade. It's about 2.6%. Uh, Full disclosure, I use Wells Fargo, but they're paying a lot more now because, they, you know, their reputation has been a little tarnished. So they're trying to work real hard to get back in everybody's good graces. Uh, so so the, the good the bad news out there is things are really starting to work about against the, in the, in the stock market. We'll talk some more about that. The good news is there's op- other opportunities are starting to come up, opportunities we haven't seen in years for not huge returns, but to protect us. So when the time comes, we're going to have a lot of money to invest in really good bargains. Tell you what, let's take a call from Rick. Hello, Rick. How are you doing? Hi, Ted. Um, I wanted to uh, pick your brain on this. Uh, I think you know a lot about this. I'm getting close to retirement, okay. and I'm trying to think of the best strategy to withdraw money. I have a 401k, and it's tax-deferred, and uh, how, how can I minimize the taxes I'm going to pay on that money coming out? Okay. Uh a, a couple ways. Uh, let's say, uh, how much do you have outside of your 401k saved up? Just ballpark. Out, outside the 401k, about uh, $75,000. Okay, okay, good. Uh, the reason I, I, I asked that question is, typically for retirement, the number is about 4% a year is what you can take out. I've seen some numbers of the the, the study by uh, Mr. Benjen uh, a number of years back was four point two three percent, somewhere it's four four and a quarter somewhere in there you could take out a year and then and, and the neat thing about that is then it should grow with inflation over time so it, it'll keep going up and you can continue taking the four point two five percent out. Uh, so what uh-huh. you want to do is you take your 401k plan and typically you roll it over into an IRA rollover. And then what I would do is I'd set yourself up on a monthly payout. So you get a check once a month. Uh, you can do it uh, twice a week, you know, every other week if you want, but typically most people just once a month and, and, and then, and then you, you take it out. Now the, uh, your four, four and a quarter percent. Now, if you need less than that, if you can get by with less than that, that's good. Uh, so if you can kind of get by with three and a half, just keep the extra money in there. Because remember, Rick, you'll never run out of money the first five years of retirement or 10 years. The danger is if you live to be 90, 95, that's when you really got to be careful. And that's why you want to minimize taking out as much as possible early. Mm-hmm. The, okay. the second point and the reason why I asked about what you had elsewhere. So you want to work with your taxes and your social security to try to figure out where you are in the tax thing to try to not kick you into different levels. So let's say you're making due with $80,000 a year uh, between your social security and your retirement. Uh, and 
all of a sudden the the car the car breaks down you need to buy a new uh you let's say you just need to buy a new car it completely gives out and you you find a nice car it, it's $35,000 and and you don't want to you want to put down 10,000 to keep your payments as low as possible and then and then finance it out well if you take out another 10,000 get it kicks you up to $90,000 so yeah okay that's raised your tax bracket. If you take it out of your seventy-five thousand, you know, once every five years or so, then uh, and hopefully that will build up back up over time. Then you haven't raised your tax bracket up, and, and and that's where it's it's important to have that money outside of your plan to allow you to do that. Maybe a medical expense comes up or something happens, some emergency. You don't want to have to dip into your your uh, into your IRA rolling. Yes, because at that point in time, it's always going to be at the highest marginal tax bracket, no matter what bracket you're in. Uh, Are you an advocate of holding off if you don't have to have Social Security until maybe 70? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Again, no one ever runs runs into trouble five or ten years. It's... 30 years in the future or 20 years, 25 years in the future. And and what's so tough to understand is we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to have a big inflation. I think we're going to have more inflation personally. We don't know if we're going to have a deflation. We don't know if we have a world war. We don't know what's going to happen. So the longer oh, yeah. we can put things off to, 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 to have better clarity, the better off we're going to be. And, and remember, up until age 70 with your Social Security, it goes up about 8% a year. That's a pretty good return. Yeah. What? Uh, just the last point. What's your? What do you think is going to happen to the tax rates? Are they going to go up? You know, I I don't think so. If 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 the if the Democrats get control of the House, I I don't think you're going to see any more tax cuts, and you might see the higher higher earners' taxes go up. Uh but but the, the real danger going forward is going to be all types of of. Of, of of fees and assessments and all types of things like that. And what's particularly scary in a world of, of big data and uh, and uh, sensors and everything else, you can come up with all types of tolls, levies, and assessments and fees on people. And that that's going to be the bigger problem in the future. Wow. Okay. Hey, well, thanks a lot, Ted. Oh, thanks. Uh, great questions, Rick. The, yeah, some good, really good question. Uh, that that's the thing is how do you make your funds last and and, and one of the, the the things i really like here is uh, with with the interest rates rising is is for your interest rate component which is a little more steady we're finally getting returns that i think think justify the risk uh the interesting thing we have somewhat of a flat yield curve and so when i mention these cd's and the in these 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 i mention the treasuries because uh we also invest in individual corporate bonds but but the treasuries is, is kind of a good guidepost. So if you'll kind of get get the treasury yield curve, it'll give you some ideas of where the different rates are at different things, and you can get a certain percentage over that uh, by investing in corporates or CDs. Sometimes, uh, interestingly, uh, treasuries yield more than CDs in less than a year, which is fascinating to me. Uh, 
And try, we like treasuries because they're extremely liquid and extremely safe. Now, we'll move out to pick up other. In, in times of crisis, we'll really move more into the bond market to take advantage of, of, of people's panic. And really, in, in 2008 and 2009, we were extremely successful uh, in the bond market, taking advantage of, of, of liquidity issues. Uh, not so much with the companies, but liquidity issues with sellers of the bonds, and we were able to lock in extremely good returns. And I think we're going to get get the same opportunity, but we're starting to get, over the next 10 years, I don't think you can count on massive returns in the stock market. It's going to have to be more re, re, higher returns on bonds. I think we're starting to see that. Uh, and, and so I think there will be good opportunities. Uh, I think the people in the next 10 years in he, in all piled in completely into uh Index funds, index ETFs. I think I think those things are basically going to be the, like the the Hotel California. You can check in, but you can never leave. You're going to be trapped in those with very little returns. Uh, I think it's going to be more of a stock pickers world. I think we're getting a, a much more unpredictable world, uh, uh, and and that's going to create value. And 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 if you're able to sit there and navigate that, it's it, it's a very profitable place to be versus if you're just in indexes, which gets real frustrating. So I, I think we're going to see big changes uh, going forward. Uh, I, I, I really do. I mean, this thing with China, it really, it worries me on on, on, on just uh, the number of levels, with the trade war level, with the really, the fact that China's really become a strategic competitor versus a strategic uh, ally, that it, you know, ally, but maybe a uh, that they sort we sort of viewed them before. Uh, I I I think the Chinese economy is probably much weaker than people think, and I think it, and, and what has really triggered me on this more than anything else is I read a, a foreign policy uh, story on really just how draconian they've become over in China and how they're even eliminating. One of the things China did is they had all these cities and well, they would let different ones do different little tests, and I think they had like five hundred different. You know, they would test. Uh, if we do this, if we incentivize people to do this, what'll happen? If we if we change things for the farmers over here, what'll happen? And and they're and they're rolling back a lot of that because some some of those things have led to big problems. But but so they don't have the creativity because people are afraid to change in China now because they could be thrown in jail, and uh, and that that just is not going to work for them over the long term. So I'm becoming much more pessimistic on China. Uh, so anyway, uh, but and I think it's going to affect the world economy. Really, I, I, I think that's I I, I think I, we've been saying in this in this show for a couple months now. In in the max out savings report, the establishment I think is really rolling coming around to to China's a problem. I, I think they're real. Uh, you know, people forget one of Donald Trump's foreign policy advisors is. Henry Kissinger. I mean, people forget that. Anyway, tell you what, uh, we're coming up here on a quick break. If you haven't gone to the website, our Max Out Savings Report is coming out Monday. Uh, we're going to send it. We're, we're actually going to be talking some some about the, the different types of accounts you have uh, that you can have in your uh, uh, for some of your savings and the dangers of of, of those. Uh, also, we're talking about the markets. A lot of neat stuff. Go to maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings with an S.com and sign up for free for the free report. Ted Gioka and the Max Out Savings Show continue after this short break. To find out more about Max Out Savings Advisors, visit maxoutsavings.com. In a moment, more of the Max Out Savings Show. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. <laughs> ah, give us a call if you got any questions, 713-339-1070. Uh, the, uh, what, we're sending out our Max Out Savings Report. This goes out once a month talking about all types of, of things, savings, investment, and retirement-wise. And one thing we talk about, we're, we're kind of uh, – Sending out the stuff on the joint accounts, we're still running to people where people have problems with these joint accounts. And, and I tell you what's happened is, twenty five years ago, uh, most people didn't have they, they had their brokerage account, and uh, it wasn't as deregulated back then. And then they had a checking account at the bank or somewhere else. And nowadays, more and more people have their checking accounts tied to their brokerage account, or maybe not even their brokerage account, but maybe it's just. And it's just an account that they had had a few shares of stock in, and then they retire from the company, and all of a sudden, you know, they 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 put in a half a million dollars worth of Exxon stock into it, and it's their checking account, and and uh, and, and and it's doing fine, and it's in their name or it's the joint name of the wife, and uh, but then you know, let's say they had they have a will, and they've. Uh, Let's say they've remarried, they, 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 they retire, they put the half a million dollars worth of Exxon stock. And well, the will says, yeah, you know, uh, half of my assets go to my wife and then half of them uh, go to the to the to my kids and uh, from the first marriage or, or whatever. And 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 so it's fine. It's all set. 
Well, then then they retire. The half a million dollars gets deposited in the checking account. Uh, to, you know, at the brokerage, that also is a checking account. He just sticks it in the joint account and forgets about it. It's a joint with rights of survivorship. Well, at that point in time, if anything happens to the person, uh, the Exxon goes to the wife. And even if the will says half of the Exxon goes to the children, it doesn't make any difference. And because this is because... Uh, the, the the account takes precedent over the will, and there, there are some, now if the if, if that's a joint uh, tenants joint with rights of survivorship, now let, let's say they just put it in a in a a, a, a tenant in common an account. Well, then then that they, at that point in time the account is probated through the will, and then half of the exon goes to the kids, and it's everything set. And so understand, there, there's basically three types of accounts. That that kind of precede the will that, to avoid probate, which sounds real good, but understand it means going around the will. And so, it, it, th- these are the type of things that people don't even think about. It's joint with rights of survivorship, tenants in entirety, uh, and transfer on death. We're seeing more TOD accounts transfer on death. And what happens with some of these accounts? It it, it could be the 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 stock the Exxon stock and is in the account and and you know let's say uh, it's mom and dad or let's say uh, it's mom mom has the account now and and so one of the kids goes hey you know you're having trouble paying the bills why don't you stick me on the account and that way I can I can write checks on the bills and and so mom goes yeah let's do that that sounds like a good idea so so it but it's it, so they so they mistitled the account and call it joint with right of survivorship. Uh, and and so what happens is, if anything happens to the mom, the daughter gets the or the, the, let's say the daughter in this case, it, all every, all the, ex, the half a million goes to the Exxon. Well, the other ch- the son uh, or the other children are are disinherited right away out of that. And, and and even though if the will it said the assets are to be divided equally among my children, and, and so. Th- and that's a simple case of really someone trying to do the right thing to help out and all of a sudden has mistitled the account. So understand when you have an uh, account where you're writing checks out of uh, that, be careful with the titling of the account. It has to be done a certain way. Otherwise, you can void out parts of your will and, and wreck your estate plan. Uh, same thing can be said for uh, beneficiary forms. We we see this a lot. People will roll over their IRA. That, that they'll retire from, you know, the proverbial Exxon, and uh, and then they'll just decide to use their existing IRA account that they opened up with five thousand dollars twenty years ago, and you know it's worth I don't know twenty five thousand dollars now, and they just roll it in there, and well. They forgot that they did that when they only had two children, and now they had another child. But since it was such a small account at the time, they forgot about it, and time has passed. No one remembers what happened, and all of a sudden, you have the IRA with one of the children is left off the beneficiary form. And so understand your beneficiary form is something that that you have to watch as well. In the past, a lot of the stuff, uh, you didn't have accounts the typically the stuff all went through probate and now more and more of these accounts are tied in with 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 joint type of accounts and and then big amounts of stock are rolled in there or put in there by mistake and and it mess, mess it just destroys your estate plan so something to think about we're going to be we're 
This is a little complicated. It's in the Max Out Savings Report. It's a lot simpler than I made it right here. Uh, so if you want a copy of that, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, sign up for the free report. Uh, markets. You know, what could I say? Um, look, it, it just doesn't look good for the stock market. This market has, uh, has sold off here. It's gone down about 10% in the NASDAQ. We our clients, we're, we've hedged or hedge, have a short on the NASDAQ right now. We're out of the group for our clients. We did that right at the top. Um, it really, it just it just didn't look good. And uh, the, the the NASDAQ has fallen 10%. It's come up a little. The, the S&P and the Dow were down about 7, a little over 7, between 7 and 8%. Uh, it just doesn't look good. It's struggling to to stay above those uh, uh, levels that it went to. It, it, looking at, there's something, when markets start going down or doing things unexpectedly, people tend to turn to technicals a lot. Uh, uh, and if you look at the averages, the only major average still above or not, that is not broken the 200-day moving averages is the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which is quite frankly is the easiest one to manipulate. And uh, the rest of them have all broken down uh the 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 uh the the S&P 500 is is basically uh at the that one's at the t- the 200 day uh the uh the the, the Nasdaq is completely broken underneath the 200 day moving average the transports have broken under the 200 day moving average the Russell 2000 is broken under the 2 200-day moving average, and the NYSE uh, has broken under the 200-day moving average. Now, the interesting thing is, on the S&Ps under the two, or right at the 200-day moving average, the QQQ and the SPY, which is the indexes, are above those numbers a little bit, which I find interesting. I think the reason those things are hanging above it, I think if they break underneath those averages, it's going to trigger an enormous amount of selling of people in these index funds. And so I think they see, I, it, that's something I've not seen where where, where like the, the, the NASDAQ composite, typically if the NASDAQ composite goes down to a level on a moving average, the, the QQQ is at the same place and the same with the S&P 500. All the money is piled up in the SPY and the QQQ. Those are above those numbers. If they break underneath it, look out. Uh, I, I, I just see a market that's breaking down. And, and so I think you really have to be cautious. I think higher levels of cash, treasuries, uh, money market, uh, those type of things, I, I think, is what you want to look at. And we, we're very defensive for our clients' retirement money right now. Uh, you know, it's... It's just interest rates are going up, quantitative easing is ending, inflation's going up. The trade war, we believe, is much more serious than people think, as we've been saying. Uh, you're seeing tightness in labor markets. Companies are having to pay more for workers, more for transport, more for logistics. They're having to put new manufacturing in the United States from China. That's more expensive. Uh, they're under pressure to do things. Uh, the dollar's going up. That's pressuring earnings. Everything, the tide is coming out in the investment world. And, and so now is when you want to basically be heading for the safety of shore. And, and, and so uh, so this is something we're going to watch. Tell you what, this is the last segment. If you'd like to get in with a question or comment, uh, give us a call here at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show, the last segment of the show. Uh, 
So I think you really have to have your defensive plan in place. It, it just, I, you know, uh, it's a, it, it, if you look around the world, uh, the markets are breaking down. Uh, the emerging markets have broken down badly. China's down well over between 25 and 30 percent. Uh, that rallied a little bit on Friday. Uh, you know, it's it just uh, uh, emerging market way down, emerging market bonds down. Everything appears to be selling off in here. And, and I, to me, the smart money is backing away from this market, is getting pulling back, and, and they really are putting their defensive plan in place. And, and I think for your retirement, I think that's going to be really important. By the way, did, did you see this story about the— uh, the UN Postal Treaty the United States is pulling about pulling out of this is a fascinating story it, the the postal treaty was it's a 144 year old treaty and it's sort of it was basically set up so if you were in South America or Africa 100 years ago or Asia and you wanted to mail something to the United States you know they back over in those countries maybe people made $25 a year and so you couldn't charge them a couple bucks for postage, so they they gave them a reduced rates, and so it was kind of set up so if you wanted to mail something in in you know South America or Peru or or uh, Ghana or somewhere like that, you could sit there and that you get a discounted rate to mail it to the United States because the people just weren't making any money. Well, China, so the UN set these rates. Well, China, their postage is 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 subsidized over there, so. The Chinese have in manufacturing have been mailing small packages like two point two pounds or two point uh, uh four point four pounds or less packages to the United States at vastly reduced rate. In some cases they were paying a quarter of the price it cost US manufacturers to ship the product a couple states over. The Chinese were able to, to ship it for a quarter of the price into the United States at the same thing. It it was a huge advantage to uh it was a huge advantage to chinese manufacturers uh this is a big uh, this is a big hit on alibaba uh you know because a lot of people are using alibaba to ship in products cheaply into the united states uh, using this 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 ridiculously subsidized postage this was hurting us manufacturers could not compete against chinese manufacturers even if they could produce at the same price for small orders because the chinese could beat them <clears throat> on postage so they were maybe it was costing them two dollars or two fifty to ship the, the small package, and it was costing the American manufacturer ten dollars. Amazing story. So President Trump is pulling out of the UN Postal uh, Treaty, and that's going to be the. I think they're they're going to do it within the next nine months or so. Reset the things, but it's just an amazing story. Uh, Fang stocks: Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google. Uh, we wrote about these two reports ago, said they were 98% of the total return in the S&P 500. Those stocks are all breaking down. Uh, China, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing on Apple. Apple's having trouble selling into China now. Uh, there's some question on their earnings. That was probably the strongest one of the group. Uh, Facebook's doing very poorly. Amazon, not doing well. Netflix, they had a good quarter, but we'll see how long it holds in Google. A lot of pressure across the board on the sector. We'd avoid the sector. Look, I, I, I think the tide, again, is going out. Uh, now's the time to have your risk management in place. By the way, if, if you need help managing your IRA rollover or your retirement, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market, and we will uh, we'll put together a portfolio for you. 
uh, in stocks, bonds, some ETFs, mutual funds, and and and, and set it up uh, using our risk-based approach. We do a lot of risk analysis in the world to figure out, try to figure out where the problems are and avoid them. So if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for an appointment or request an appointment with me, and I'll sit down with you. You know, it's a free appointment, and we'll take a look and see how you're set for retirement and, uh, you know, what, what your expectations are and show you how we manage the money over there. So go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. I'd like to help you out. And also sign up for the free report. I write this report to help people out here in build up the saving culture and understand the world today. Uh, it's free. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. We don't even call you up. We don't bother you. We just send out the report. The only thing we've ever done is if we do, every once in a while we'll do a seminar, we'll put, we're doing a seminar in the report. That's it. It's a private list. And, and so take advantage of it. It's maxoutsavings.com. A couple thoughts in the market. Tech sec, I mean, tech is selling off. Industrials are really selling off like we're heading into a recession. We, it, it, some of the valuations are, are, are kind of surprising. Uh, two thoughts. Wall Street seems to think the economy is materially slowing down. And when they try to, the other thing I've noticed, when they're trying to get out of stocks, there's no buyers and the stocks plunge down 15, 20, 25, 30%, which is, which is really surprising on virtually no evidence of a slowdown. Uh, to see this happening. And, and so, yeah, the question is, does it start spreading or, uh, I do believe a lot of a lot of this negative talk on the economy right now is really related to the election. And so I would take some of that with a grain of salt. Is the economy slowing? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but keep in mind, we're running three and a half percent to 4% GDP growth, which is phenomenally good with the 3.7% growth. We can slow a little bit. The economy, I think, is going to continue to mud along. Watch out for the markets, though. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. But all my exes live in Texas And that's why I hang my head in This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.